Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. This week on Vitality Radio, we're going to talk about apple cider vinegar. Now, I don't know if that sounds exciting to you, but when you really get a grip on how amazing this natural food is and what it can do for your health, I think you'll get really excited. We're also going to talk about ways that you can use vinegar around your house to clean up the place in a variety of different ways. That'll be the primary topic on today's show. The second half of the show, we're going to talk about creatine. Now, creatine has been largely recommended as a athletic performance supplement, and it is absolutely that. But I'm going to talk about the benefits of creatine as we age and what it can do for us outside of muscle building. I think this will be pretty interesting to you as well. I'm Jared St. Clair. This is Vitality Radio. I'm so excited to bring this show to you every single week. I absolutely love doing it, and I appreciate your listening ears uh, for any amount of time that you're willing to give me to talk about the stuff I'm most passionate about. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. We'll be 45 years old, Vitality Nutrition, this August. Cannot wait to celebrate that with you. Give us a call if you have any questions about anything you hear on the show, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. You can also catch us at vitalitynutrition.com. Our new website is awesome and loaded with good stuff for you. So check it out, vitalitynutrition.com. Also, if you're listening on the radio, check out the podcast. I release at least twice as much on the podcast as I do uh, on the radio. If you are near Bountiful, then you've got to come to our Emotional Vitality Workshop this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Now, we do these uh, on a regular basis, pretty much weekly. Uh, we'll take a break here and there. But uh, each one has a little bit different uh, theme, but all of them have to do with learning tools that you can use to improve your emotional and mental well-being, things to help you shake addiction, things to help you shake things like anxiety, depression, all that sort of thing. This is powerful, powerful stuff. I'd love to share it with you. If you're interested, uh, give us a call at Vitality and we We'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have. Call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And if you'd like me to call you back uh, and answer any questions specifically about the Emotional Vitality Workshops, just leave your number with whoever answers the phone there, and I will get back with you personally to answer the questions you have. Our next workshop is Wednesday at 6 p.m. That's Wednesday, June 8th. So uh, we'd love to have you there, but definitely call and get your name on the list and uh, ask any questions that you have. I'd be happy 
to get back in touch with you. All right, without further ado, let's get on to the primary topic of the show, which is apple cider vinegar. Maybe there's not an older school remedy than this, but maybe there's a reason why it's so darn popular and has withstood the test of time. So why does apple cider vinegar do what it does when it comes to our health? Well, there's a specific type of acid that is relatively unique to apple cider vinegar, and that's called acetic acid. It's an organic chemical compound that is found primarily in vinegar. And it, in many studies, it shows that acetic acid could be responsible for the many health-promoting benefits of vinegar. So we're going to focus a lot on the acetic acid side of apple cider vinegar and what we know about it uh, clinically, as well as what the anecdotal evidence is when it comes to bettering your health. Uh, There are a lot of things from blood sugar management to blood pressure management to kidney stones to gallbladder support and liver support. Tons of reasons that apple cider vinegar is used. I'm going to dig through each one one by one and give you the information I believe you need to know. But the first thing I want to do is just clarify a couple of really simple things. First off, raw apple cider vinegar is the only type of apple cider vinegar that I would suggest. Now, the acetic acid that is in apple cider vinegar is also found in the pasture or the yeah, the pasteurized form um, that you find in grocery stores. Uh, but you are missing some extra components of digestive enzymes and probiotics that are wiped out when they pasteurize the vinegar. So you really want the raw form. Now, how does that equate to the capsule form? Well, interestingly enough, the capsules of apple cider vinegar, if they're done correctly, can still have most, if not all, of the benefits of the liquid. Now, I did not used to believe this, but as I've researched it more closely and as I've uh, paid very close attention to what type of apple cider vinegar we carry at Vitality Nutrition, I've recognized that the capsules can be extremely effective. My favorite apple cider vinegar is made by Natural Factors. And they use a low heat dehydration process as opposed to, uh, you know, cooking or pasteurizing. It's not high enough heat to do that. It just dehydrates the juice, the liquid, into powder. And each capsules were uh, equal to about two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar. So I love this form because for people that don't like the puckering that happens when you drink apple cider vinegar, you're not into that sart, that that tart, harsh kind of flavor. I actually personally really like vinegar. doesn't bother me, but not everybody does. Uh, the capsules are great because you don't have to taste this stuff, but they're also way more convenient than the liquid, especially if you're trying to take it with every meal to improve your digestion, uh, that kind of thing. Now, if you are going to use the liquid, I will not warn you against it. It's great. Just make sure you dilute it. Uh, most uh, experts will tell you to dilute it at least four to six to one water to vinegar. And then if you want a little sweetener in it, add a little stevia or some honey. And what I believe turns into actually quite a tasty drink when you do that combination uh, versus just the vinegar on its own. But either of those ways will work. And what about gummies? Um, the grocery stores, a lot of them are selling gummies of apple cider vinegar now. Heck, we have them at Vitality Nutrition. And I actually like apple cider vinegar gummies. They're great. There's two issues. They're about half the strength of the capsules, so you have to eat twice as many of them to get the amount that you want. 
And many of them, especially the big name brands out there that are found in grocery stores, have added things like folic acid or even calcium, things that you do not want or need in your vinegar capsule. Uh, we're getting inundated with these fake forms of vitamins um, like folic acid. Uh, in so many different foods and way too much calcium carbonate in foods as well, which I'll touch on a little bit when we talk about kidney stones. But if you are going to get a gummy and you like it that way, and I think they're delicious, get one that doesn't have added stuff that's just basically vinegar and uh, what they're making the gummy out of. And then I'm okay with that. But the capsules, I actually think, are the very best. And I do have to mention this too. The, the gummies... While they are made in the, uh, the, while they use the same type of powder, unfortunately, they do have to be heated at a higher heat. So you're probably losing some of the cofactors and benefits in the gummy. So I'm going to recommend capsules in most cases, liquid for people that like the liquid. Um, either way works fine. Let's talk about the purported health benefits of apple cider vinegar. I'm going to refer to it probably as ACV uh, throughout the show as well, just to keep it simple. Acetic acid, the main component of vinegar, recently was found to suppress body fat accumulation in animal studies. Thus, it was investigated uh, the same effects in humans in a trial of obese Japanese people. It was a double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. And this was an interesting trial. The subjects were randomly assigned to three groups of similar body weight, BMI, body mass index, and waist circumference. During the 12-week treatment period, the subjects in each group ingested 500 milliliters daily of uh, apple cider vinegar, to, um, let's see, that one, one group was 500 milliliters. Uh, another group was uh, 15, or sorry, 500 milligrams. I apologize. Another group was 750 milligrams. And another one was 1500 milligrams. And then they had a placebo group as well. So you have um, the 750 milligrams to give you an example. That's actually the equivalent of one teaspoon, or sorry, one tablespoon. The 1500 milligrams is the equivalent of two tablespoons. And then they had the placebo. So body weight, BMI, visceral fat, waist circumference, and serum triglyceride levels were all significantly lower in both the vinegar intake groups, both the 750 milligram and the 1500 milligram group, uh, than they were in the placebo group. And the conclusion of the study was that daily intake of vinegar might be useful in the prevention of metabolic syndrome by reducing obesity. Now, for years, vinegar has been purported as a weight loss aid. And for years, I've told people, I do believe it's helpful, but I don't think it's super powerful. But I think what we're starting to learn is that vinegar really is a fantastic adjunct to what you're already doing. If you're, you know, if you're living, a, you know, doing a paleo thing or a keto thing or an intermittent fasting thing or whatever type of thing you're doing to try and aid with weight loss, exercise, uh, and, and other dietary uh, changes, you know, counting your macros, name the way that people use uh, to lose weight. Any of those things I believe would be benefited by vinegar for a variety of reasons. One of them is because it just simply does seem to help 
with body weight. It's not dramatic. You're not going to lose two or three pounds because you take vinegar every day, uh, you know, two or three pounds a week. But over time, you can lose weight and more of it with vinegar. And it also assists in the digestive side of things dramatically. And I think that really is where vinegar shines when it comes to weight loss, because if you can digest food more efficiently, your metabolism becomes more efficient as well. Another uh, purported benefit of apple cider vinegar is for blood sugar. And actually, it's been shown to be quite effective for blood sugar. Um, the apple cider vinegar actually inactivates a specific type of enzyme that breaks down carbohydrates. And so it makes the slower complex carbohydrate conversion into sugar, which makes it as if you were eating a lower glycemic food. Um, this gives your body extra time to pull the sugar out of the blood uh, before it's stored as fat. Uh, and you can do, you can create this benefit through about one tablespoon or two capsules of apple cider vinegar uh, a day. And uh, the only caveat there is that if you are monitoring your blood sugar or if you're on blood sugar medications, it's not a bad idea to talk to your doctor or your pharmacist, recommend and, and tell them that you're taking apple cider vinegar, and, uh, you know, keep an eye on your blood sugar levels, things like that. My favorite combination with the apple cider vinegar for blood sugar is an herb, no, or an herbal compound called berberine. I think berberine and apple cider vinegar are a match made in heaven because they don't do the same thing, but they work towards the same goal when it comes to balancing blood sugar. And in clinical trials, as I go into great detail on my episode 227 of Vitality Radio podcast, Berberine outperformed or performed as well as, I should say, as metformin um, and uh, outperformed placebo by a dramatic uh, margin. So berberine with apple cider vinegar, a really nice one-two punch for blood sugar. How about cholesterol? Well, apple cider vinegar actually increases bile production and tends to thin the bile and support liver function. Liver and bile are necessary for production, uh, processing, and breaking down of cholesterol. And they've shown in uh, some limited trials, mostly animal studies on this one, that uh, the equivalent of one to two capsules per meal would be a very effective dose uh, to help with triglyceride levels and cholesterol balance. Along with improving bile flow and liver function comes a really nice happy side effect, though, and that is that it can help to prevent uh, or lessen the potential for gallstones. Now, there's limited clinical evidence that apple cider vinegar helps with gallstones, but there's a ton of anecdotal evidence that combined with apple juice, especially an unfiltered apple juice, that you can actually, it can help pass gallstones and reduce gallbladder, sorry, gallbladder and bile duct pain. So uh, some really interesting benefits there. Apple cider vinegar does have even more clinical backing for its benefit as a use against or in use against kidney stones. Now, kidney stones are, of course, a kind of a calcification. These calcified stones, uh, I believe to a large degree, and I'm not alone in this, come from an excess of calcium in the diet that isn't able to get into the bones. And that can come from calcium carbonate that carbonate that is added to um, dietary supplements. It can come from calcium that's added to your food, uh, grains, uh, enriched flours, things like that. It's often found added to the, uh, the milk substitutes, you know, your almond milk and rice milk and oat milk and things like that. 
Try to find foods, packaged foods that don't have added calcium carbonate, and that will help you to prevent kidney stones. Also, watch your soda intake. Any soda is bad for you. Excessive soda can really lead to issues with the kidneys and kidney stones. And uh, of course, also making sure you're drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces of water. But what they found is that apple cider vinegar, because of the acetic acid in there, does help to break down these calcified uh, stones. And there is really excellent evidence that it works very, very well for that. And if you want to give it a one-two punch, you can add an herb called chanca piedra, which is also known as the stone breaker. That with apple cider vinegar for kidney stones best combination I've ever seen. And I've even found on some online urology sites uh, that uh, urologists are recommending uh, that people do that prior to uh, going in for ultrasounds and things like that. So it even has some uh, medical doctors uh, buying in. So really interesting stuff there. Uh, How about, uh, oh, and then also I want to mention one other thing. Uh, We talked about cholesterol and blood sugar with apple cider vinegar. Berberine is also phenomenal for cholesterol. So if you're dealing with blood sugar issues and cholesterol issues, berberine and apple cider vinegar, a phenomenal pairing. Another one, digestion, like I talked about. So why does it help with digestion? Well, apple cider vinegar is uh, loaded with acetic acid. And as we age, especially once we get to the age of 40 to 50, it seems, and beyond, we tend to produce less stomach acid and we tend to deal with more digestive upset. Apple cider vinegar can replace uh, the loss of acid in the stomach, which then allows it to help you break down your food much more efficiently. If you deal with heartburn or uh, reflux, bloating, gassiness, constipation, or diarrhea, then you, my favorite combination is apple cider vinegar capsules, one or two every time you eat, uh, along with Back on Tract. Back on Tract is a formula that I developed uh, that is a combination of digestive enzymes and probiotics, as well as soothing, calming, anti-inflammatory herbs to help soothe a hot and inflamed digestive tract. And that one-two punch for people that are dealing with kind of any of the IBS-type symptoms that people deal with can be an absolute game-changer. So I highly recommend that combination there. And get this. Apple cider vinegar, it can be good in the shower. Uh, The acid content of ACV kills the germs that cause dandruff and also maintains a healthy acid-alkaline balance on the scalp. You can mix equal quantities of apple cider vinegar and water and spread it, spray it on your scalp and hair. Now cover the head with a towel and sit for at least 30 minutes and then rinse. You can do this for twice a week um, and just be careful not to spray it into your eyes. Another uh, in the shower or after the shower use is in the armpits. Because it works on the bacteria that makes things stink, uh, it's really great as a rinse for the armpits, believe it or not. Uh, it can be one of the best natural remedies for armpit odor. So apple cider vinegar has some great topical use. Another great topical benefit, acne. Apple cider vinegar makes a natural toner uh, that acts a little bit like an alcohol astringent on the skin, but doesn't tend to have the drying effect that alcohol does on the skin. And it can be a natural treatment for acne because, again, its antibacterial properties help keep acne under control. The malic and lactic acids found in apple cider vinegar soften and exfoliate the skin and reduce red spots and balance the pH of your skin. Are you convinced yet? Is apple cider vinegar not awesome? I love apple cider vinegar. Here's another one. 
It can help you to curb bad breath. Uh, you can actually use apple cider vinegar as a rinse. Now, this is important. It needs to be diluted, probably at least four to one. You don't need much, a half a teaspoon maybe mixed with a few teaspoons of uh, water. And uh, rinse with that like you would or gargle like you would a mouthwash. And then you want to rinse your mouth really good with water after that because it is acidic and it can work on your teeth and tooth enamel. So you don't want it flushing around in your mouth for an extended period of time. But for short periods, it can be really helpful for combating uh, bad breath. So amazing. So many good benefits for human health from what is so old school and has been around forever and is inexpensive. You know, I talked to you about the natural factors, apple cider vinegar capsules that I absolutely love. You get 180 of those capsules for like 15 bucks. So they're not expensive. And apple cider vinegar, excuse me, apple cider vinegar in a uh, liquid form, you can get a good brand at uh, your health food store or even at the grocery store. Um, that is the raw, unfiltered. It's like six to eight dollars a quart, and uh, you know if you're using a tablespoon a day, that's a two-month supply. So it doesn't have to be expensive to take good care of your health. Vinegar is evidence of that. Uh, before I cut to a break, I'm going to give you a couple of natural uh, uses around the house. We're at the end of spring, beginning of summer. Weed killer, apple cider vinegar. I want you to take down this recipe, and if you have questions, you can call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662, and we'll give you the recipe over the phone. Uh, we'll also list the recipe in the podcast notes uh, on all the podcast apps. One cup of salt, just regular old table salt, one tablespoon of dish soap, and one gallon of of uh, white vinegar. Now we're back to just regular old white vinegar, distilled vinegar, because this is something you're spraying on your weeds, not on yourself. So one cup of salt, one tablespoon of dish soap, and one gallon of vinegar, one of the best weed killers I've ever seen. It will kill your lawn. So don't spray it on your lawn, uh, but on your weeds, it is absolutely fantastic. The vinegar and the salt work to actually break down the, uh, the cell membrane of the plant uh, fibers themselves. Uh, and then the dish soap helps it to stick to the plant long enough to do its job. Now, what if you have a stinky drain in your house? If you have a stinky or clogged drain, uh, your kitchen sink, bathroom sink, whatever, pour a pot of boiling water down it to loosen up the gunk that's in there. Then add about one cup of baking soda and one cup of white vinegar. Wait for five to 10 minutes and then finish by pouring more boiling water down the drain. If your kitchen sink still smells funky, then you got to probably clean out your garbage disposal. But if it's not in the garbage disposal, that'll usually do the job. Uh, some really, really cool little tips here, right? I, I love all the amazing things we can do with vinegar. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of more since I have just a minute or two left here. If you've got stainless steel in your kitchen, which a lot of people do now, their fridge, uh, stoves, uh, dishwashers, that kind of thing, 50-50, uh, one-to-one uh, -one ratio of vinegar and warm water in a spray bottle. You can spray on there, leave it for a minute or two, and then uh, wipe it off with a e-cloth is my favorite. That's the best microfiber I've ever seen. It's called e-cloth, but any microfiber cloth will still do a pretty good job. Uh, but e-cloth is the very, very best of the best, and we do have the e-cloth at Vitality if you want to check those out. I clean my whole house with without chemicals. And I use vinegar. I use a steamer. Um, I use water and I use e-cloth. 
I don't use any chemical cleaners anywhere in my house. Windows, doesn't matter. All that stuff gets cleaned naturally and it works really, really well. Now, you don't want to put vinegar on your granite or marble uh, countertops. It will potentially erode uh, some of the finish on those. So don't use it there. But uh, most places you can use it without a problem. Uh, you can clean out the inside of your microwave with it. It's great for that. It's great for stovetops, especially if you have those glass stovetops, the, the flat ones. Um, distilled white vinegar is one of the best things you can do for it. It's also fantastic. Uh, a quarter cup of vinegar with a couple of cups of water uh, sprayed on your glass shower door will help to get rid of the hard water spots. Uh, just an amazing tool. So internally, you want the capsules, uh, the good a good brand from your local health food store. If you're not close to Vitality Nutrition or Sunshine Health Foods, um, go to an independent health food store and get that or go to vitalitynutrition.com and we'll send them to you a good quality capsule. You can also use the liquid if you're not scared of the taste. And of course, some of the uh, uses, the liquid is very, very best for. Oh, it's also great for cleaning the inside of your shower head to get that spray. You can just soak it in water and vinegar. Phenomenal. So anyway, I've got to cut to a break now. If you're in Cedar, this is the end of the show. Check out the podcast for the second half. When I come back, I'm going to hit a few more topics or a few more vinegar vinegar uses around the house that I didn't have time for before the break. And we're going to talk about creatine. What can creatine do for you if you're not necessarily hitting the gym four or five, six times a week, but you're looking to improve your health? What can creatine do for that? We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. For years at Vitality Nutrition, we've struggled with the question, what can I do to help my aching joints? About 20 years ago, glucosamine and chondroitin appeared on the market, and for the first time, we had something natural that actually made a real difference for a lot of our customers. But over the years, glucosamine products seemed to still only work for a certain percentage of the people who tried them, and then only seemed to help so much. Then came hyaluronic acid. A healthy joint regularly secretes a substance called hyaluronic acid. This compound is slippery and provides lubrication and cushion to the joint. As we age, we produce less of this vital substance. The problem is that supplements containing this promising ingredient don't absorb well and mostly get wiped out in the stomach. Well, about eight years ago, Jared discovered a company who had figured out how to solve this problem. The product they developed is called Baxel, and it is amazing. Baxel is a liquid that's almost flavorless, and according to the clinical trials, when taken twice daily, provides significant relief to 84% of people who use it. At Vitality, we love Baxel because it works. It's as simple as that. Plus, it's 100% guaranteed. If your joints creak and pop, if you experience discomfort, pain, or stiffness, then you owe it to yourself to try Baxel today. Baxel is available at Vitality Nutrition and online at vitalitynutrition.com. Come visit us at 107 South 500 West in Bountiful, Utah. Check us out online or call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you again 
on this episode of Vitality Radio. I hope you enjoyed the first half. I felt like there was a lot of um, really cool information on apple cider vinegar that I just really haven't shared in a significant way on Vitality Radio, and I wanted to give it uh, its due. And I'm even going to spend a little bit more time because I was pressed against the break. I want to make sure that I give you a better feel for how to actually use the apple cider vinegar effectively because I feel like I skimmed past that a little bit too fast. So we'll do that in just a second. And then we're going to talk about creatine and we're going to take it out of the gym and talk about it for people, um, let's say 50 and older, um, people in my age range, since I'll be 50 in August, kind of crazy. And we'll talk about how it could have some real powerful applications in that age group uh, here in just a minute. Before I get into that, I'll remind you that VitalityNutrition.com is here to serve all of your health and nutritional supplement needs. Uh, you can go to VitalityNutrition.com and uh, check it out and uh, see what there is there for you. Also, I'll mention that we are doing a promo this weekend for Vitality Radio listeners only. Uh, you can use the code Vitality Radio. Real simple, uh, all one word. Vitality Radio doesn't matter if it's capitalized or not. Vitality Radio when you're checking out and you'll get 15% off of anything that you buy on VitalityNutrition.com. You can also, of course, visit us in person. We would love to have you. Uh, give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Uh, or come see us at 107 South 500 West in Bountiful. We are doing a Emotional Vitality Workshop this Wednesday, the 8th. At 6 o'clock, if you have questions about that and what that entails, I will just say this. It's a great way to learn how to get out of your own way, how to get unstuck in life. I'd be happy to share some of those tools with you. Uh, give us a call at Vitality if you have questions about it, and we'll go into more detail over the phone. 801-292-6662. Okay, let's jump back to vinegar here really quick. I want to start with digestion because I feel like that's the one that maybe is has the most universal <clears throat> excuse me universal application when it comes to apple cider vinegar so let's start there um, I talked about you know why it's important. Stomach acid tends to drop off in people uh, once we hit our 40s and 50s. We get less and less production of it, which is oftentimes why we have more and more acid reflux showing up. Is not too much acid in the stomach, but actually too little acid, and it's a little counterintuitive. But there's reasons for why that happens biologically speaking that I don't have time to go into today. But the point is, if you add apple cider vinegar to your meals, and I'm not talking about pouring it into your meals, although you could do that, um, but if you'll add a couple of capsules, I usually recommend starting with two and see how you feel at two capsules of the uh, Natural Factors apple cider vinegar capsules so you make sure you get the good quality stuff. That uh, can make a huge difference in your digestion. You should feel, if you need it and you see balance with it, what you'll notice is that you feel a little lighter after meals, a little less heavy, um, pro probably less potential for bloating, gassiness, that kind of stuff. It can also actually help to even improve regularity as it takes the burden off of the stomach to uh, digest food more efficiently. 
So I recommend starting with a couple uh, per meal. Not everybody needs a couple. Some people do great with one. And I have some people, especially people with significant issues, that have to take three or four per meal. So you can very safely uh, experiment with it. If you get too much apple cider vinegar, and it's pretty rare that this ever happens as a supplement, it could actually cause a little bit of heartburn, uh, a little bit you know, over acid in the stomach and cause a little bit of heartburn. If that happens, just take a lower dose. Uh, not that big of a deal. Uh, it should not, uh, you know, actually create any harm in that, uh, you know, small moment. But then what I'll also recommend is that you take back on track with the apple cider vinegar. That covers all the bases. It gets your acid levels back up, uh, which will help to thin the bile, which will help with fat uh, metabolism and uh, breaking down fats in your diet. And then also on top of that, you'll get your digestive enzymes and your probiotics as well as herbs that are anti-inflammatory to the gut. If you're experiencing gut discomfort when you eat, the back on track apple cider vinegar combination, um, I just call it BOT and ACV, is absolutely fantastic. You've definitely got to give that one a shot. And then I wanted to mention too, a couple of other places. We talked about the cholesterol lowering and the blood sugar balancing benefits. It appears that you'll get basically the same dose will give you the same benefit. One or two capsules per meal uh, will help you with blood sugar regulation, will help you with cholesterol level uh, balance if you're struggling with that, and of course do all the things it does for the digestive system. So the cool thing is you're really uh, killing a bunch of birds with that one stone and that happens to also be the right dose for the weight loss benefits of apple cider vinegar. So basically one to two capsules every time you eat a meal uh, with apple cider vinegar can make a substantial difference in your overall wellness picture really across the board. So there's, uh, there's your kind of follow up to make sure you understand exactly how to use it. Uh, the apple cider vinegar. We actually have that on uh, sale on vitalitynutrition.com too for 20% off right now. And uh, in store, it is also on sale. So a great time to buy it. Like I say, it's not very expensive stuff. It's very safe. It's very effective and has a wide range of benefits. So check it out. Okay. So I don't have a lot more time on the show. Uh, looks like we have about 20 minutes, which is probably just about right. And that is the time that I want to spend talking about creatine. Now, creatine, for those of you who have heard of it, uh, most of us know of it as a uh, you know bodybuilding enhancement, weight training uh, uh, supplement, something that people use uh, in the gym. Uh, it's going to help with all types of gym performance, anything that has to do with using your muscles, really. So whether you're walking, running, cycling, uh, swimming, playing ball sports, or your weight training, creatine is phenomenal. And I'll explain exactly what creatine does here in just a second so you'll understand that. And if you're using, I will say this, if you're doing any type of consistent exercise, which of course all of us should be doing, I think it's almost silly to not use creatine along with it. Now, there have been some um, really erroneous reports that creatine may not be as safe as we have thought it was. Uh, it's just simply not true. There are a ton of excellent studies that have been done on creatine published all over the medical, uh, excuse me, the medical journals showing that creatine is extremely safe and very effective uh, when it comes to athletic performance. But I want to talk about it for people who are not necessarily, you know, quote unquote, gym rats. Uh, yes, we should all be exercising. And yes, creatine will help with that exercise and that performance and recovery. 
But there are some other benefits that I really want to talk about that I think are really cool. But let's first, well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what those are. Then we'll talk about what how creatine works. And then we'll talk about why it might work for these particular issues. So as we age, of course, one of the biggest concerns, and you've heard me talk about it here on Vitality Radio before, is cognitive decline. I just talked to Dr. Dale Bredesen, uh, what, five or six episodes ago, uh, who is the, the best, I think, in his field at researching how to prevent cognitive decline and how to reverse cognitive decline, including uh, the big bad Alzheimer's. And if you didn't hear that episode, uh, look at vitalityradio.com or go to any of the podcast apps and look for Dr. Bredesen on Vitality Radio. That's one of my favorite interviews because the information there is so valuable with the high rate of incidence of cognitive decline in this country, Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that. This is information that's really vital. So the question is, does creatine play a role? And we're going to talk about why it might and how it might and what you can do to test it out. And then the other thing is something most people don't even know exists, have never heard of. I've talked about it on this show a few times, uh, but when I first discovered it, which was only a handful of years ago, maybe five years ago, um, I'd never heard of it, didn't know what it was. And I found when I talked about it on the show that nobody else that was listening to the show had ever heard of it before either. So it's kind of a an under-discussed uh, physical ailment, but it's called sarcopenia. And the simplest way to describe sarcopenia is if you think about what osteoporosis is or osteopenia, uh, sarcopenia is the same thing, but in the muscle tissue. It's basically the breakdown or reduction in muscle mass as we age. Now, we all know I think intuitively that as we age, we tend to get a little bit weaker, uh, muscular, uh, muscularly speaking. Now, especially once we get into our 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, we see muscular deterioration and issues with that. Well, the musculoskeletal system is a system, and the skeleton without the muscles is of no real value, and the muscles without the skeleton of no real value, they must work together. And there is some pretty compelling evidence and research that shows that sarcopenia might actually be one of the leading causes of osteopenia and osteoporosis, because as the muscles break down, the skeletal system is no longer supported as effectively as it once was. So if you're concerned about your bone health, it's a big deal. But the muscle health thing is really interesting. Uh, the more I do this, the more I talk to people one-on-one -on -one about their health and nutrition needs and their physical uh, issues, the more I talk to seniors who are struggling with some of the more basic things, getting up out of a recliner, up and down the stairs, uh, getting out on their morning walk that they used to love to do is, is much more challenging now. They can't go as far or as fast uh, or have the same level of endurance that they once had. These are all indications of sarcopenia, basically muscle breakdown. And this is one thing I will say that we know absolutely, without a doubt, based on the research that's been done, that creatine can help with. So let's first talk about what creatine is, how it works inside the human body, where it comes from, and then we'll talk about how to potentially use it if you feel like you could benefit from it. So 
I'm going to uh, quote from a, uh, an article that was uh, published on uh, thorn.com uh, that I thought was just really well re- uh, written, uh, talking about the basics of how creatine works. Creatine is an amino acid that is necessary for creating something known as ATP. That's adenosine triphosphate. That is the body's on-demand source of energy. I always talk about ATP uh, in terms of, you know, like bench pressing. Uh, When you're uh, hitting that quick uh, push to push that barbell up, it's ATP, that on-demand energy in the muscle that allows you to do that. But think the same about climbing a flight of stairs or uh, getting yourself up out of a chair, whatever. Any of those types of things, ATP is necessary. So if we lack ATP, then we will tend to lack the capacity to do those things as effectively or efficiently. Now, some creatine is actually generated in our liver and our kidneys, uh, but most of us only make about two-thirds of what we actually, sorry, make and consume in our diet, two-thirds of what we actually need. So the first thing to understand is this is a native Uh, compound found in the human body. It's not a foreign substance, okay? So I think that's thing one. Creatine is naturally found only in animal products, and it's susceptible to degradation during the cooking process. So even when you cook uh, a steak, for instance, you may get less creatine than you would from a raw steak, which of course most of us aren't eating raw steak. Uh, And so getting it from our diet can be a little bit challenging. Although numbers do vary uh, due to the quality and the food sources, genetics, demands on the body, it's estimated that, uh, again, we get about two-thirds of what we need from our food and what we produce. And if you are living more of a plant-based diet or a vegan diet, or if you are exercising heavily, doing a lot of highly stimulating activities, your deficiency will almost always be greater than that of someone who uh, doesn't fall into those categories. Unlike creatine in foods, creatine monohydrate, which is a supplement, is not damaged by cooking and has been shown in hundreds of studies to improve creatine stores in the body. About 95% of the creatine that we have in our body is found in muscle tissue, but the remaining 5% is actually found in our high energy organs, such as the brain. Creatine supports energy function in two ways. First, to create energy and breakdown of three phosphate compound, uh, down A3 phosphate compound, which is the ATP, down to ADP. Now, this is a little confusing, but we'll go through it here really quick. As your body is cycling through this energy, giving you the ATP, ATP then breaks down to ADP. And then in order to restart that energy cycle, it has to find another phosphate to turn the ADP back into ATP, and that's where creatine comes in because as we take creatine or make creatine, we stockpile what's called phosphocreatine, and our body will use the phosphate from the phosphocreatine to actually make the ATP again. Now, we also have a second source that's more indirect uh, uh, that is actually in the mitochondria itself, uh, which is the powerhouse of our cells. So ATP plays a role in the mitochondria, and it plays a role in the recycling from ADP to ATP to allow the muscles to always have enough energy to do what they need to do. Now, how does creatine work in the brain? After our muscles, the brain is among the highest consumers of energy in the body. And while muscles can rest, the brain runs 24-7, as some of you with insomnia probably know all too well. Although the brain takes up only 2% of our body weight, it uses about 20% of our caloric intake for its fuel. So it is a high energy machine. 
When we ask our brain to think and process more, to function under suboptimal conditions, then we can see the same performance and recovery issues as muscles when proper nutrients aren't provided. In other words, if the brain doesn't get the nutrition it needs, it will underperform, uh, leading to cognitive issues, uh, brain fog, inability to focus and concentrate, things like that. In areas where the brain's performance involves a heavy, heavy cognitive load, such as driving a race car uh, or driving on I-15 in your car, uh, in situations where lack of sleep or oxygen occurs, uh, supporting the brain with creatine can make a crucial difference in the brain's capacity to process information. Adequate creatine stores in the brain allow for optimal energy production to support brain health and cognitive performance, similar to creatine's long-studied positive impact on muscle energy and muscle performance. So it appears, even though the research is new, that creatine plays a very similar role in the brain as it does the muscle tissue. And as we age, creatine stores tend to decrease in our muscles and in our brains, likely due to disease or decreased physical activity. So the emerging research on creatine is really interesting when it comes to the brain. Although the link between creatine and physical performance has been studied for decades, this brain information, this brain research is just starting right now. And studies show that supplemental creatine monohydrate over just two to four weeks, and I think this is really key. It doesn't take very long. Two to four weeks of supplemental creatine monohydrate increases the concentration of creatine in the brain by 5 to 15 percent. So that's a pretty significant improvement in the brain considering the brain is so finicky about what it actually lets in. It will let in creatine. Now there's some excellent research showing that it may take as much as a year to get all of the benefits you can get from creatine with mental focus and cognition. But there's pretty good evidence that it really only takes a few weeks to start to notice a benefit uh, with creatine and cognition. And there have been uh, several studies performed, but not um, there, there aren't a ton. It's emerging research for sure that the background of the creatine research I find really interesting because it's all based in uh, muscle and sports nutrition and athletic performance. But if we can apply relatively equally the results from what it does in the muscle to what it could potentially do in the brain, then you're talking about a real powerhouse supplement. Now, I'm not, and I want to make sure you are not hearing what I'm not saying, I'm not saying that creatine is as effective for the brain as it is for the muscles. There is evidence that it may be or that it may at least be on the same, uh, you know, in the same realm of effectiveness for the brain, but we're still looking at that evidence. What I'm saying is that if it is, wow, we're talking about something very, very powerful that's very, very safe and economical, even though creatine under the uh, wonderful guidance of our uh, government at the moment uh, is has increased in price along with everything else. It's still a pretty inexpensive supplement clocking in at, you know, 50 cents or so per dose. And uh, it's it's simple to use. It's a powder that doesn't really taste like much. You can mix it in just about anything. I really, really like the idea of creatine for people that are dealing with that, you know, again, people my age and up, 50 and older that are dealing with 
the you know less ability to do the things that they used to be able to do are noticing muscles sagging a little bit not as strong as they once were um, that's a great indication that creatine along of course with exercise uh, may play a major role and uh, increase your body's ability to fight off that sarcopenia but i'm even more intrigued by what it can potentially do for our brain it's really, really interesting stuff. Um, so I want to hit just a couple of additional. Okay, yeah, they, they did a, a one study uh, where participants were deprived of oxygen to the brain, mimicking emergency conditions. Individuals who had supplemented with creatine for one week restored cognitive performance more readily than the placebo group indicating that creatine plays an important role in providing energy to brain cells when usual energy sources are jeopardized. Now that plays an interesting, uh, you know, kind of rings a chord in my brain. You know, here in Utah, where I live, uh, and where uh, many of you listening live, we are at a very high elevation, and we know that our oxygen uh, levels aren't as good here uh, as they could be. It's harder to come by. So who knows? Maybe at higher elevations, creatine may even be more beneficial when it comes to cognitive function. They've also shown that uh, this one I really, really liked. They examined uh, the impact of creatine supplementation on brain fog. Students who supplemented with creatine for, get this, five days prior to a math test were found to have more oxygen in their brain cells. This is likely due to an increase in oxygen uptake from the blood and mitochondria efficiency, resulting in a decreased need for oxygen. That's really cool. And there's some cool things about this too. And that's what, I, like I was saying, we're talking two to four weeks on the first study I referenced, uh, five days on that last study, and just one week on the study in the middle. So creatine doesn't take a long time to get there. It simply doesn't. You can get benefit from it pretty quickly, actually. So I'm really excited about um, all of this new research that's happening on creatine. I think it's about time that they researched it for these other uses outside of athletic performance. Uh, if you are curious about it, uh, give us a call. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have at 801-292-6662. That's 801 292 6662. We would love to uh, answer your questions at Vitality Nutrition. Okay, so we talked about apple cider vinegar. We talked about back on track and the ACV BOT combination. That's one of my favorites for digestive health. We also talked about creatine for prevention of sarcopenia, the muscular breakdown that happens in older folks as well as uh, its potential prevention uh, of osteoporosis because of what it can do to prevent sarcopenia and, of course, cognitive decline. I hope this information was of use to you. What I would like to do in the last couple of minutes on today's show is I'd like to ask you to hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Just find Vitality Radio on Facebook or Instagram and ask questions that you have that you'd like me to talk about on the show. Uh, the reason I'd like to do this is because I, f I find that the biggest challenge in doing Vitality Radio is trying to figure out what you want to hear me talk about. And I never know that for sure. I know what I want to hear me talk about, but that's probably not always the same. I would like to start answering questions specifically directly from you listening. If you'll go to Facebook or uh, if you if you want to email me, you can email those questions uh, through our website, vitalitynutrition.com or info at 
vitalitynutrition.net. That's another way to do it. Or like I say, you can hit me up on Instagram and Facebook. And I would like to start doing uh, maybe some short episodes or additions to my regular episodes where I answer your questions directly. And of course, in order to do that, I'll need your questions. So I'd love for you to send those in. That would really, really help me to provide a better uh, source of information for you. I just did something really, really fun that I want you to check out. There's a, a an Instagram account called just.ingredients. That's just, J-U-S-T, dot ingredients. Uh, Carolyn uh, Call is the, um, uh, the woman behind the website, and she is a really amazing woman. She's right here in Utah. I just met her for the first time. Um, I'm trying to think what's it been now a month maybe maybe six weeks ago or eight weeks ago something like that and I was really really impressed with what she does her Instagram page and TikTok and Facebook and all that stuff is all about helping people understand ingredients uh, stuff that is in your food that you shouldn't have stuff that uh, you would like to have more of in your food, how to read labels, all that kind of stuff. And it's not just ingredients in your food, but also ingredients for you know household uh, cleaners and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would highly recommend you follow her on Instagram uh, at just.ingredients. She is great. Well, she has a podcast as well, and I was fortunate enough to be a guest on her podcast uh, just yesterday. I recorded with her, and that episode is going to come out on Monday, June 6th. So if you'd like to hear me not uh, in charge of the podcast, but actually being questioned, uh, then that podcast, the Just Ingredients podcast, would be a really great resource for you. And I'll tell you, it's a great podcast anyway. Tons of good information there from a lot of people besides me, but I'd love for you to listen to that one uh, on Monday and let me know what your thoughts are uh, because I really enjoyed doing it. It was an absolute blast and uh, it was kind of fun to not be the guy coming up with the uh, questions, but to actually uh, answer the questions. I had a really good time with it. So thanks to Carolyn uh, and uh, the uh, Just Ingredients team for uh, helping us out with uh, getting us on that podcast. I'm going to have Carolyn on Vitality Radio, hopefully in the next few weeks as well, to return the favor. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. That's the, the My time has reached its end. I appreciate you so very much. Thank you for listening to Vitality Radio, uh, sharing it with your friends. If you do like what you hear, go tell somebody. Uh, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. You know, we're almost at 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think we're at 97. So uh, just a few more five-star reviews would put us at 100 five-star reviews with no reviews under five stars so far. I hope to keep it that way. Thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. 
And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.